Welcome to the Travel Agent Interview. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and I am privileged to have Lauren Liebert on as my guest today. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you for having me, Megan. Of course. Lauren, we always start off with a gadget or technology segment because I love them, and they're so handy and fun, and some of them are, I don't know, just really useful. And today, you have a useful one for us that is making me laugh because I'm on their app site right now, and it is called Carmady Like a Pirate. Lauren, tell us a little bit about this app. I really like this app. I first got it just for my own personal use, but then I realized this is a great app to give to my clients, especially if they're traveling and they rent, you know, a rental car, you know, maybe in Hawaii or throughout the U.S. or even in Europe. You know, you're you're used to looking for your own car, not a car that you don't remember the color of Mm -hmm. or, you know, it looks like every other car in the parking lot. So this really cute, humorous uh, app um, allows you to, quote-unquote, drop anchor when you get out of your car so you know where it is Mm -hmm. and go off and do your shopping or do your touring. And then when you're ready to go and find your car, you say, find my car, and you follow the little treasure map (laughs) right back to that car. So you never lose it. Yeah, and I like it because my husband and I do this. We take pictures of the car we take pictures of the sign at the parking garage where we've parked the car if we remember but the problem is that we forget i like that this has like this pirate theme going on because it it makes it a little fun so that you want to do it yes yes and i love the whole little pirate map you know because it's like you know what will i get at the end you know end of the map (laughs) yeah so yeah it's it's been received very well by, by clients Yep, and it also gives you the option to send your location through an email or message, and uh, the reviews are great. So thanks for this piece of technology, Lauren. I think that I will personally use this in the future. Enjoy. Have fun. Thank you. Well, Lauren, let's talk about you, the star of our show. Would you take a moment to tell us about yourself and how you got into the travel industry? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I live here in uh, Mountain View, which is the heart of Silicon Valley in California. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, really how I got into this industry was back in the early 2000s. My mother-in-law was a travel agent. Mm-hmm. And I was working for a law firm as a legal administrator, paralegal. And I just decided she was having way too much fun. <laughs> and there was true. a local local um, college program. Um, it was a two-year program that I could join, and I didn't tell anybody. And I didn't tell her because I was mortified. What if she finds out I'm going to hurt her feelings? <laughs> you know, yeah. she's going to lose me as a client. How am I going to break this to her? And, you know, for, so for two years, I, I went to school, and uh, and I remember one Thanksgiving when we were in town, I, I I literally sat there just trying, shaking, trying to explain to her what I have done. And I had, at that point, joined Ticket to Travel. Yep. And she was so excited that she finally had somebody else in the family who had the passion for travel that yes. she did. good. And actually, how I got started was, you know, my business plan was to um, do honeymoons. Because I figured if I start with my clients from the beginning of you know, stage of their lives mm-hmm. and do their honeymoon... Mm-hmm and do a great job with them, they'll come back to me year after year. Mm-hmm. And then as they start a family, I'll get to do their family travel. Mm-hmm. And that business model actually has worked very well for me. Mm-hmm. And now I also do multi-generational travel. Excellent. Uh, so it's, you know, so really my background has, you know, 
and my passion for travel, but it's really just giving the service to the clients um, that really makes me get up every day and do what I do. Now, speaking of service, I've seen on several travel publications and several web websites that you are the recipient of awards for your industry, and you don't get those by being a slouch. Can you tell us about the awards and what you won those for? Well, thank you. Thank you. I, mm -hmm. I am quite proud. Uh, the first award I uh, received uh, was from Travel Age West, which is a trade, uh, in travel trade uh, magazine that puts on an award every year called the, the Trendsetters. Mm -hmm. And I was a recipient of an award for a group booking effort. Good. And it was an actual destination wedding in Italy, in Venice, Italy, which I will talk about a little bit later. Mm -hmm. uh, it was quite quite the adventure to, to plan for a year. Mm -hmm. And uh, to follow up that award, I also received an award for, from ASTA, which uh, what ASTA stands for is the American Society of Travel Agents, which mm -hmm. is... Um, a leading organization to be a member of, and you they hold ethics uh, in high regard. So it's not just any random travel agent can be a member of that. Uh, so I earned their award, which was the uh, Extra Mile Award for that planning that trip. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud. You should be. It's great. Can you tell us a little bit about the specific area of travel that you specialize in? Sure. Uh, I specialize in luxury, group, and family travel. Mm -hmm. And the family travel has actually risen, especially in the group uh, arena, because of multi-generational travel. And when grandparents are involved, you know, they definitely want to make sure everybody has a great experience. Mm -hmm. And living here in Silicon Valley, I have great access to a lot of high-end executives in the tech field. And I work with their executive assistants and their estate managers uh, to plan you know, the very nice and very, you know, well-earned and deserved luxury trips that they want. That sounds really nice. I hope I can go on those trips someday, too. <laughs> it's the best part of our jobs is, I think, uh, planning the travel. I always want to go on each and every trip I plan. Okay, Lauren, can you tell us a great success story, a funny story, or a situation that went slightly wrong, but that you were able to triumph in for your clients? Well, I'm going to actually talk about two trips, um, okay. one being a luxury uh, group trip, uh, and the other one was also a group trip, but it, it was, I had some hurdles I had to get through. So, But let's start with the first one, which I, you know, still is n near and dear to my heart, and actually the trip that I won the two awards for. I have a longtime uh, Silicon Valley clients that finally got engaged mm -hmm. in 2014, 2013, they got married in 2014, and they decided to do a destination wedding. And when I, I met with the bride, she's like, well, we want to be near the water. And I know these clients. They're not tropical clients. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, you can't go to an island. You know, that, we can't do that. She goes, oh, no, no, we want to go to Venice. Oh, well, there you go. And the moment she said that, I knew exactly where they were going to get married. And I said, you're going to get married at the Hotel Cipriani. And she's like, well, why do you suggest that so quick without, you know, doing some research? I'm like, because it is the best five-star hotel in Venice. And actually, it is on its own private island oh. overlooking Venice and St. Mark's Square, which is where you will have your ceremony with the backdrop of St. Mark's Square. And I'm happy to tell you that is exactly what they did. Oh, it sounds wonderful. 
and they had, you know, they wanted to limit it and make it very intimate affair and we had 25 guests total mm-hmm. well 25 and a quarter because they include <laughs> their their miniature poodle that went with them as well <laughs> wonderful <laughs> you know it was a year-long planning and you know with 25 people coming in from different parts of the country and they were going to pay for everything uh, for their guests all the guests had to do was pay for the airfare to get there and it was a four-day weekend uh, extravaganza in venice but most people going all the way to Europe are not going to go to Europe for four days. Right. So when I sp- worked with each one of these guests, we worked in their vacations around the wedding. So Wonderful. people were either coming, you know, the bride's family decided to do a Greek island cruise prior to the wedding. A few others decided to do land tours. So I had people coming in from air, boat car, rail, and it was, that's where the group planning really comes in to play is as a professional, I handled that for everybody, and the bride and groom didn't have to worry how everybody was going to get to the island. Yeah, they and just I had, had ranged, to get married. That's wonderful. Yeah, all they had to do is worry about getting married and, and, and their reception. Uh, we had private transfers from, you know, picking them up at all the different spots and private transfers, shuttling them all off as well. One of the highlights of the four-day extravaganza, as I refer to it, was the cocktail party before they went off to the opera. And one of the lunch meetings I had with the bride, she handed me this piece of paper, and I said, you've got to be kidding me. This does not exist. She goes, <laughs> it exists, and I want you to make it happen. <laughs> and what was it? It was a pirate ship. <laughs> Perfect. This is a very pirate-themed podcast. Nice. Yes. <laughs> you know, that is true. I didn't think about that. Yes. But, no, they wanted – there's a pirate ship that sails the Grand Canal in, in Venice, and it comes with a Johnny Depp lookalike and all. Nice. And they wanted their three-hour cocktail party on this pirate ship. And then they added a caveat where they wanted to keep it a surprise from their guests. Mm-hmm. And I had to arrange hiding the pirate ship. <laughs> Lauren, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell you, we hit it um, on the backside of the island, and w- we had them um, smoking their, their cannons. So it had all the smoke. So when the guests were walking towards the ship, they had no idea until the smoke dissipated what, what they're about to embark on. That's so cool. That they so even cool. brought for their, their guests. Um, they put together booty bags, that's B-O-O-T-Y, pirate booty, <laughs> Yes. and they customize little gadgets and, and costume items for the guests to wear, from you know, pirate hats to a bird, you know, a fake bird sitting on the, on the bride's father's shoulder, you know, to swords, plastic swords. Uh, so it was, you know, little hooks, you know, where you can hold, you know, your wine, and oh, it was fun. great. <laughs> that's awesome. But where it got a little tricky was, because we were planning this a year ahead of time, I realized about a month before the wedding that George Clooney finally decided he was going to get married, and where was he going to get married? In Venice, and all his guests were staying at Hotel Cipriani, excuse me, and 
his wedding was four days after my client's. No. Did they get rooms? Everybody got rooms, but I was really concerned that the hotel was not going to focus on my clients and focus on the preparation for George Clooney and Amal Clooney. But I was assured that one had nothing to do with the other, and my clients were equally as important. And And I'm happy to report they were. Good. Good. Good review for that hotel. Absolutely. Highly recommend it to anybody. Give me a call, and we'll talk more about it. I have a second story with luxury clients that, you know, is, is a hurdle that, that I have to overcome. And, you know, I'm really in the groove with these clients now, so it's, it's not a problem on my end, but it is when I have to book them in different places around the world, is they're very private people. Sure. And they don't want necessarily their names to be on the bookings at the rooms that they're staying at at the hotels, which makes it hard because they want certain luxury amenities and certain services, but I can't disclose their names. I, I book everything under their estate manager's name. Obviously, once they get on property, mm-hmm. then it can be revealed, but they want everything to be anonymous. And this could be a porno woman. And it was last year for Chinese New Year, they were going to go to Las Vegas, and they wanted to stay at the Wynn. And they wanted to go to this exclusive, you know, Chinese New Year party, which they told me is not available unless you're casino rated. Well, I can't divulge my client's name, and I know he's casino rated because I know who I'm dealing with. So I finally said, I know that you guys have facial recognition software. When my client gets on property, you will scan him, and you will know that he is rated at your Macau property. And once you do that, please get them into this exclusive party. And I'm happy to report that was not a problem. That was clever, Lauren. That was really good. But that's that's the things that you have to do for clients is, you know, really just adhere to what their needs and their wants and just make them comfortable and build their relationships. And that's what I do with my clients. I build their relationships, and that's why they come back to me all the time. I protect that secret that they want to keep. Well, and that's a big part of working with a travel agent is that you have to be a trusted advisor. You just have to be able to maintain that level of trust, and you can't break it, and it looks like you've done a good job maintaining that. Good, Lauren. Thank you. Yeah. Lauren, let's talk about a memorable meal or a best meal that you've had either domestically or internationally? I'm going to go international here. And I know it's not going to be as glitzy and glamorous as some people may think, but it was it was just divine. Mm-hmm. I was in Italy, and I was doing a Mediterranean cruise for 14 days, and one of our stops was to go into Naples and Sorrento. And we decided to just explore on our own because, you know, we're travel agents. We know it all. Mm-hmm. And um, we decided to start walking the streets of Naples to look for one particular pizzeria that was in the book and the movie Eat, Pray, Love. The name of it was Pizzeria de Michelle. And eventually, after running through some neighborhoods that we shouldn't have been in and running into some police officers that were not happy that we were running around the streets by ourselves... They were very kind to direct us exactly where we needed to go. Mm -hmm. And we showed up there, and I have never had pizza like I've had 
in Naples. And that's how you it was what? just the most amazing pizza. And it was just basic. It was a basic margarita. Nothing fancy on it. And it you just nobody talked because we just couldn't <laughs> believe how wonderful it was. Lauren, I'll tell you what, we have had three or four guests now that have all said their favorite meal was in Italy. And they all started off by saying, hey, it was nothing fancy, but it was just cooked to perfection. So I think that we're uh, inadvertently bumping some sales to uh, Italy here. Italy's going to well, have a absolutely. big influx of travel. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I have clients in Italy right now, and I said to them, I want you to eat pizza and gelato. Yeah. Just keep eating pizza and gelato throughout your entire trip. And remember, <laughs> there's no such thing as gaining weight on vacation. I was going to say, as long as they're doing some walking to get there. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say that I've been getting a lot of pictures from this client. And, and yeah, every, every other picture is, you know, of her walking down some cobblestone street holding a, a gelato ice cream cone. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. Well, Lauren, I want to thank you for being on the Travel Agent Interview Podcast we're going to wrap the show up in a second, but is there anything that you would like to say to the clients that we haven't covered or squeezed in? I, I think for clients that, you know, just realize is that, you know, you work hard all year for your vacation. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, contact a travel professional. It's what we do every day. Mm -hmm. You know, you plan it maybe once a year. We plan it every day. That's true. And our goal is to make sure you have the best trip possible. Because if you don't have a great trip, I didn't do my job. Yeah, amen. Thank you, Lauren, so much for being on this show. If you guys want to get in contact with Lauren, you can find her contact information on the guests tab of the travelagentinterview.com. And I will put links to her gadget or her technology, which is Car Matey. I'll put links to her website and to her Facebook page and how you can contact her. Thanks, everyone. This is Megan Chapa, your host, saying good night.